Outdoor Edge knows that providing a freezer full of meat is part of the reason we all hunt. And what better way to bring it full circle than to process your own wild game? Outdoor Edge provides a full lineup of traditional and replaceable blade hunting knives and complete wild game processing kits to bring your wild game from the field to the freezer. Visit OutdoorEdge.com and at checkout, enter the discount code N-A-T-I-O-N-3-0 for 30% off. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your host, Nate, Micah, and returning guest host, Russell. How are we all doing tonight, folks? Good. Good? Good. We're kind of up you're, in... You're doing better than all I'm of do, us. I'm doing better than most. <laughs> Guarantee you. Had a few cocktails in me. Feeling pretty happy. Pretty comfortable with myself. You know. We are on our... Second annual. Second annual, what do we call it? Northern. Northern birthday coyote hunt. Is that what you're? I don't know. I mean, I added the northern in there this time, so I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know if that's going to stay or not, but. It's fine by me. You know. We are sitting in uh, the place we're staying, the shop. Yeah, we're sitting in uh, my buddy's shop. Uh, he's been gracious enough to let us come up here and stay and uh, hunt his property and some other properties and stuff that I have access to around here. So, you know, thank you to the landowner. I don't want to mention names just because I don't want you. Because I don't want to. I don't want you to know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, we're uh, super gracious of that. Uh, but uh, today's episode, we don't really know where it's going to go. We're just going to go with it. Russell, me, and you. Uh-huh. are going to talk about coyote hunting, maybe some other stuff, talk about what we've been seeing, you know, this weekend, and just let it go where it goes. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. We recorded a show up here last year together. Yeah, we last year was, uh, we had Greg. Greg Gre- Gleisinger. Gleisinger. I'll, I'll take care of you on yeah. that one. Yeah, that was, that's a hard name to say. So Especially when we were a little bit drunk. A little bit, yeah. Just a little bit, but uh, so what do you guys think, though, Russell? Have you said hi yet? Nope. <coughs> Move your mic a little bit closer to your mouth. Just a little, there you go. Yep, a little closer. I guess before we get into it, let's go ahead and uh, let's knock out some sponsors. Let's do that. So, who we got today, bud? We've got Midwest Gunworks. Ooh, huge fan. Using my new gun that I got from there today. Yes. Although I'm a little aggravated with myself. It was, it it's, was a, a it's inaugural shot. shot at a coyote was a miss. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. It's not the gun's fault. No, definitely not. Use the code MWW5 for 5% off Midwest Gunworks. Yep. Awesome folks. Yep, good people over there. They got what you need. Um, Black Ovis. You got actually, you got something sitting at the house. Yeah, right my now. wife. wife called I, I called my wife whenever we got back and we were done for the evening hunting. And she's like, did you order arrows? And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> but no, so my arrows came in already pretty quick. Actually, I want to say I ordered them Monday, 
today's Sunday, and they're already here. So I'm, that's pretty exciting. So I'm excited to get back and try those out. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, use that custom uh, arrow builder on their site. It's pretty cool. Um, we actually figured out, like, costs. So we bought arrows, this, these exact same arrows. Uh-huh. How many years ago, you think? It was like four or five at least. And those arrows, with a discount yeah. through a buddy of ours. Yeah. Uh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> he knows who he is. <laughs> uh, we bought them for like, what, 120 for a dozen? Somewhere around and there. And those were just bare arrows. Yep. Those were bare shafts, everything. <laughs> we had to cut them ourselves, do everything. And then, so. yeah, fletch them, everything. Yeah. Um, you did the same exact arrows that yep. you did five years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. Except this time I wrapped them, fletched them, inserts, knocks. Uh, you can get different types of knocks, different colors and things. Um, and they were 180 with no. Yeah. Yeah. So five years later, only $60 more and they're coming to you ready to go. But if you use the code MWW10, you can save yourself 10%. 10 more percent on them. Off that. Check so. them out, blackovis.com. Yep. Sister company, Camo Fire as well. Yep. Uh, we li- I like to get on the Camo Fire website every time, but can't do that because I don't have this thing hooked up to the internet. Yeah. So. But uh, they're, they're can't always do that running. today. Yeah, they're always running some sort of deal on something. So. I don't have my phone or I'd check and see what's on today. Yeah, but make sure you update your app too. Um, they just updated everything. Yeah, so it should be good to go. Most people by now, but if you're having problems with the app, update it. Yeah, you'll go, be fine. Go into your app store, do whatever you got to do. Cablefire.com. So, on X, we use that a lot today. I was on that. Oh, I wish you. I, it seems like I was the only one on that today. I yes, figured, uh, you were. I was hoping for a little bit of help. Maybe this is a kind of your thing. It is. <clears throat> I thought this my was thing. a guided trip. Yeah. Also, I spent, honest, I spent a good portion of the day on my phone. Not check, doing check, that. Checking my kids' uh, softball and baseball scores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was on, on X quite a bit today because, I mean, I know the area, but some of the properties and stuff and, you know, obviously wind and that sort of thing, you know, I was on a lot trying to figure out where we should go doing that sort of stuff. It, I mean, it pays for itself. I'd say... After 8 o'clock in the morning, it didn't matter anyways what you did. I agree. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll okay. get into that. Use the code MWW20 for 20% off Onyx. You have to go to onyxmaps.com. Yeah. Can't on do it website. through the, the app. Um, and you save yourself 20% off any one of their services. It's something I use every day for work and for hunting. Yep. So I use it for work all the time. You've mentioned that a time or two. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing. <laughs> Cutty back. Trail cameras. It's getting to be that time. I'm I'm already getting antsy. It's not even June. It will be June by the time y'all hear this. But, but I will I will say, like we saw a ton of deer today, and we saw some growth. I mean, I I would I would assume probably the biggest buck, six inches, <laughs> you know, something like that. So I mean. Sure, they're sprouting, but it ain't nothing that I care to get a picture of yet. Right. You know, but I mean, some people do keep their cameras out year long. I'm I'm, I'm not one of those guys. But, uh, yeah, so, but I will be thinking about that here in about a month. Yep. Use a, code. Sorry, I cut you off. No, go ahead. Anymore. Nope. Use the code MOWW22 for 10% off. 
River's Edge tree stands. Um, same thing, I'm kind of getting antsy about getting all that work done, too, because I know I've got stuff to do, and that's what I hate is when I have stuff to do and I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Just Which, there. I mean, it's still kind of in the early I realize parts. I realize that. It's just that's how I get. Yeah. We're got good. some cool tree stands we're going to use of yeah. theirs this year. Yeah, I'm excited about it. We unloaded the trailer finally. So, yep. Yep. So we got all that figured out and about to put those to use. And listen up, folks. Uh, our contact over at River's Edge uh, gave us a discount code for you all. Oh, this nice. is the first time we'll be mentioning it. So use the code Missouri10 for 10% off any hang on or ladder stands. Perfect. With River's Edge. And then last but not least, Lucky Buck. Lucky Buck Mineral. Uh, we'll get home tomorrow afternoon, and if I get the green light, I'm going to run and dump my stuff. I put my so June dump. I put my May-June dump out the other day. <laughs> that just sounds I'm going to take a big dunk, dump of Lucky Buck no, out there. No, but I put mine out the other day. The, it, the first, you know, it was gone, so... I went out there and I cut my food plot. Uh, it had some grass and stuff growing in it. It's just a clover plot, but uh, which is actually a lucky buck. Lucky buck, yeah. Um, it's a lucky buck mix. Looks it's, good. It looks really good. Yeah. It, for what I, the time and everything I what's put that, in. What's that called? Perfect perennial, or I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I don't have the bag in front of me, but it's ninety nine percent different types of clover, and then there was something else in there that I just cannot remember. But it came up awesome. I mean, it's thick, yeah. lush. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be good to hunt over this year. So check them out, LuckyBuckMineral.com. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Let's transition into our yeah. show, which we don't really know where it's gonna go. But we'll just start, Russell. What do you think? This first time you've ever been up yeah. here, kind of driving around. How do you like it? It's a pretty cool country. It's different, man. Like we 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 were talking about it today. It's just. Uh, it's a different world up here. You know, it, it's amazing that we can travel two hours from our house and just be in just totally different terrain area. You know, we hear it on our show all the time. That's why I love Missouri so much. Uh-huh. Because it's, it is not the same state. Any, I mean, an hour apart from one, if you're standing in one spot and you move an hour from there in any direction it's most likely going to be a lot different. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is cool. Yeah. No, it, 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 I love it. I love it up here. Yeah. I mean, I've been coming up here since I was around 16 years old, I guess. There might have been a few. There was a few years where we couldn't make it for whatever reason. But, uh, you know, I've been coming up here steady for at least the last 10 to 15. Yeah, so, like, to our listeners, when you all hear about when we're talking about our deer season and you hear about Micah saying, I go up north. Yeah. This is the area he comes up to. Yeah. And then, you know, we don't talk to him for a week or a weekend because I'm up here. He don't have cell service where he's at. And yeah. Yeah. The farm I usually. We're just sitting there wondering, wonder how he's doing. Yeah. Nobody will know. <laughs> Not till I get until I get service. Until, no. Until you send some bullshit cryptic <laughs> pictures to us. And Andy, you're not up here with us, I realize, but I know you're going to listen to this. You can verify. All of a sudden, Andy and I will get a photo of a giant freaking rack. And that's it. He won't send us anything else. And then for the next five hours, we're like, dude, did you kill that? Is that yours? And then you'll finally get service again. 
oh, no, no, that was somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that was another guy. And we actually ended up having him on the podcast. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. But, no, no, I, I love it up here. Actually, shout out to uh, shout out to him. I can't remember his name. Oh, Maybe. Danny. Danny, yeah, Danny. Yeah. Um, because, funny story, um, friend of our shows, another fellow podcaster, the Adaptive Outdoorsman, mm-hmm. reached out to Danny, me, to get Danny's contact information. Oh, really? Uh, and Danny was on his show recently. I don't oh. know if it came out yet because we don't have service very well up here. Um, but I'm pretty sure they recorded a show. Oh, that's cool. Um, Sean, who is the owner of the Adaptive Outdoorsman podcast, uh, heard our show with Danny about how he had a stroke and all that. Yeah. And wanted to do a show with him. Oh, good. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Just making all sorts of connections. After I said Danny, I'm like, how did I forget the last name Goldhammer? I know. Yeah. Uh, he did have a sweet last name. <laughs> he still does. I mean, it's still his last name. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I mean. Let's but, talk some coyotes. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll talk weather first. Weather. Well, f- first off, this time of year. like, Yeah. We've only really hunted summer, quote unquote, dogs a few times now. Yeah, not very much. Yeah, so I would say we're still learning just how to even try to do it. Yeah, and I think we learned quite a bit today, honestly. Yeah, like especially after the second set. Yeah. But I, I remember even like earlier, Russell, I was like, what do you think I should do? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> do I mean, because it's just we're trying to think in our minds what uh, – what would they be? What would they respond to right now? And then you add in the weather that mm-hmm. we're hunting in. So for the listener, today it got up to ninety, somewhere around there, almost ninety. Yeah, it's twenty mile an hour winds, twenty to forty mile an hour gust. I mean, it's breezy. Yeah, I can hear the wind outside right now. Actually, yeah, yeah, it, it's super windy. But I mean, we kind of, but we also talked. You know, it's pups hit the ground last month sometime probably so we did a lot of pup stuff yeah a lot of pup calling and i mean we'll just kind of get into it first that we did we killed one within what first five minutes or was it a little bit after that i don't know it i wasn't even in i thought it was pretty quick i I think it was during my first was it the first sequence yeah yeah i could be wrong i never actually saw the dog um one of you two me and Russell kind of saw it at the same time. And I don't even know who said it. Somebody said, right here, right here. Yeah. I looked down towards the ditch that I thought they'd be coming out of if we pulled them out. And she happened to be a little further up. She come around that hill, you think? She kind of just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, she was, was probably cool. further down the ditch and then just kind of worked her way up, yeah. I'm assuming. But and I me- looked. You know, then I kind of went to my gun to see if I could maybe. And about that time, Russell smoked her. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and that was, you know, yeah, I think I was doing mop-up serenade or something like that. And then um, I might have got into something else. I don't remember, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I mean, but it would have been another type of pup. That's what we kind of, our plan was, at least. Yeah. Is to try stuff. to play on the puppies being young. And the fact that they should be getting to where they're getting out of the den right now. A little bit. I mean, I would assume depending so. on when they were born, right? But you know, know, starting to get out. And yeah, I don't know exactly when the pups drop, 
start dropping, but I would assume well, I'm sure it's a little bit different, you know. Yeah, within a few weeks. I'd say some of them are probably eight weeks old at this point. They're, yeah. you know, getting to where they're walking around a little bit. And some of them might be older than that. Some might be younger. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but so so we smoked her, so we had high hopes for the rest of the day, especially after the second set. So we do that one, and we decided, well, let's just walk down a little bit further. We didn't go, I don't know, a few hundred yards from where we sat. <laughs> And started calling, and I think it might have been it might have been the first sequence or second sequence they started going off, mm-hmm. and just they were close, you know, within yeah. three hundred yards, I would assume. Yep. And we we're like, okay, yeah, this is good. This is good. And this is where I think you should always be trying to learn whatever hunting it is, but you know, in this situation, after the fact. With what happened, I don't know why we didn't do stuff. But so what happened was we were set up on a fence line. Micah was set up on one side of the fence facing our our downwind, basically. Yep. Kind of. Wind's coming out of the south. Been coming out of the south all day. Russell and I were on the other side of the fence. You know, back to back. Yep. I mean, we we could turn and talk to each other. And we were both facing the, the opposite direction. Well, when I started calling, the coyotes sounded off, like, in the direction Micah would have been facing, which we're like, well, that's that's not good because that's our downwind. We probably should have moved. M- me and Russ probably should have hopped the fence. Probably. And set up real quick. Yeah, because I was set up in a pretty good spot, but I didn't have a lot of room right. for error. You know, like they had to stop within, you know, this, this, you know, however big the area was. It, it, and what happened, so what had happened was. What had happened was. So. Because this said, is definitely going to be one of those, well, crap. Crap. <laughs> yeah. So they sound off. We let, we wait a little bit. You did some other calling. I can't, I don't know what you went to or whatnot, but. Help in distress. Yeah. So a few minutes. No, I did a fight. Yeah, a few minutes pass, and all of a sudden, bam, they come running in. I saw at least three. I don't know if they're – Russell said he thought he might have been more. Maybe not. They could have been crisscrossing. Yeah, they, they could have been crisscrossing. Out. But the problem is, by the time you saw them, but by the they time, were on, they hit the call. Yeah, they were – Which, did Ru- you hang it in a tree? Yeah. Ru- set it on a thorn bush. Yeah. You? yeah. It was, so it was sitting on a thorn bush. They literally bolted straight to the thorn bush. They had to cross the fence, bolted straight to it. I'm on one. I'm pretty sure you were probably on the same one but, I was on. But I, you didn't even see them until they I mean, were on yeah, the call. Yeah, I mean, it was they were probably 100 yards away. The call's probably 75 yards away, something like that. They'd bolt right to it, beelining. They want, the first one, the lead coyote, gets right to it, notices something, hey, this ain't right, and then they pretty much bolt the other way. And start taking off. Me and you, we both fire one. And they were they were running dogs, so yeah. you know we just uh, we missed. You know. Well, yeah. and I don't know if it was they noticed something's up because they hit the call and they didn't see no coyotes. That they or, were straight downwind of you. Yeah, and smelled us. I picked up my entire tripod and moved. Yeah, so that I could try to take a shot, and he had to have seen me do that. Yeah, I mean in hindsight. I should have took the shot sooner because there was – I had him in the scope. I was watching him. I was just waiting for him to stop. There was 
a time period where he was just kind of moving slower mm-hmm. where I could have taken a shot, but I was like, well, surely at some point he's just going to stop, stop. Yeah. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. And then there, there's one added, um, what do you call that? Freaking term. One added like hurdle that we have to overcome right now, which is, uh, neither you and I are suppressed yet. Right. And when I moved my my gun, I was slightly behind you. I mean, not not a no dangerous shot or anything, but my muzzle brake. It, it would have, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I hesitated on shooting because I'm like, should I shoot? I don't want to, you know, blow his damn ear off or not off, but his eardrum yeah. because of the muzzle brake. And uh, hopefully we don't have to deal with that much longer. Yeah, hopefully within the next month or two. You know, that's where being suppressed would be really nice. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, you didn't end up shooting. I obviously heard it pretty good, but (laughs) it it wasn't bad enough to, you know. Well, hell, I heard it pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it sucks. You know, you you get a triple coming in like that. You hope to at least get one of them down. But, uh, you know, things happen. Yeah. That's why I said my inaugural shot. That's why I was upset in the intro. Yeah. My inaugural shot missed. Yeah. It happens, though. I mean, learning experience probably should have been set up a little different. Uh, I mean, everything else worked out great. You know, they came in hot, but they just left hotter. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, dude, the rest of the day. I mean, that was at like 645 in the morning. I think I texted Andy. Yeah. And then got done, and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm texting Andy at 6.45 in the morning. I yeah. probably ought to stop doing that. Because yeah, it, I mean, it you, felt like it was. Because we, we woke up at 5, and by the time I come out here get my clothes on, uh, I go outside and take a piss. I'm like, oh, dude, we should have already been sitting somewhere. Like, it gets bright early. Yeah. Super early. And I think with as it as hot as it is, I just think, uh, dude, as soon as, that, as soon as it started having any heat to mm-hmm. the day, which was about what eight o'clock at the latest? You would yeah. say, Russ, seven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, okay. I'll make a little bolter's putting me to sleep. <laughs> I'm getting tired over here. Uh, but yeah, so we they did. Just, they were done for the day. I think so too. We, I mean, dude, we we were wearing you know about as nothing as you could wear. Yeah, and we were dead. Oh, it, it was, was hot. It was. Whenever you're sitting there, it's fine because most of the time you try to get in some shade and wind's blowing like crazy anyways. So, But as soon as you start moving, man, you get hot and sweaty, and I get it. I get why they don't want to be out there running around doing what coyotes do because yeah. it, it's miserable. You know, high humidity, that sort of stuff. No fun. Speaking of which, outside today, a couple of days ago I posted on our Instagram story. Asking about Sawyer's permethrin spray. Yeah. Hey, you know, does this stuff work? Should I buy it? Whatever. And a bunch, everybody was like, yep, you'd be stupid not to buy it. So I did. Treated my clothes. Dick. Your <laughs> yeah, clothes. We'll get to yeah. that. Well, I bought it. Uh, treated my clothes. I did not have a single tick on me today. Yeah. No, it works. Russell, how many did you find? Probably working on a dozen. <laughs> Which is, and, and that's crazy. He finds a dozen. I didn't find any on me. I just had regular old bug spray because dickhead over that's here. That's what I used, yeah. Same my, thing. My different, bug spray. Different, different brand. Yeah, different stuff. 
but uh, dickhead over here was supposed to. No, I thought that is not what was. I thought the assumption was he bought it. He's going to let the group, you know, use it. He'd, he'd at least bring it up here. That would make sense, right? It's a big giant bottle. I didn't want to bring it. Anyway, so it was it, a miscommunication. I thought you were buying one too, for yourself. No, it was you expensive because you're a freaking adult. It was expensive. Take care was, of yourself. I was like, oh, if he's buying, I just need like four or five squirts, and it will be good. But no, that's not how it works. You got to treat the whole garment. I mean, how many squirts are I going to take? Quite a few. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, so you didn't end up bringing it, so I just had some bugs, regular old bug spray. I didn't find any ticks on me till we got back tonight, and we came back periodically throughout the day checking ourselves and stuff, and I didn't find any until this evening, and I had three on my one leg. I'm sure there, I got more crawling around me somewhere. We made a poor choice midday, went into town and uh, ate Chinese buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it that was pretty hot. much ruined the rest of our afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, before that, before we get that far, I mean, we did, I don't know how many more sets we did. We did a handful and nothing. They were just all dry. Yeah. Um, I think the wind screwed us on one or two of them just because of the way it was. And, but uh, I know. feel like as hot as it was, you would have almost had to have set up right on top of them with as without, hot without them noticing and wind. I think the wind. the wind too, yeah, yeah, because that's going to cut down your range as far as the sound goes. I mean, I know that. I don't know that that lucky duck. That lucky duck is loud. Is yeah. lo- I, I haven't put the two and two together, but it's. I feel like it's quite a bit louder than your shockwave. It is. I got two. I got two calls. I'm a fan of both of them, although I do want to. I'll say something, but I got a Fox Pro shockwave, and then. That shockwave had to go in for some warranty work this year in the middle of uh, night season. So while I was waiting for it, I went. I got a. Uh, well, we went hunting with our buddy Calder, mm-hmm. and uh, he had this Lucky Duck Roughneck, and it was windier than hell that night. And dude, that thing, loud. Yeah. So I bought one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I got it and my shockwave and. I like them both a lot. There's things about my shockwave I like better than that Lucky Duck and vice versa. But there's no question which one's louder between those two. Now, I want to buy a sh- an X24, though, is what I'd like to get. It's a Fox Pro X24. Okay. Yeah. Is that like their it's, speaker? It's a single speaker like that Roughneck is. Okay. Yeah, and it's got a stand, and it's supposed to be quite a bit louder than, like, the shockwave. Okay. No, I've been looking at them because I, I need to get one just for my personal use, you know, whenever I go out by myself, which is not very often, but I like to have one because the one I had, it, it was actually my brother's. I used it for the longest time. He just never, but he decided to get back into it a little bit, so he took it back. You know, no hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. No, it's fine. <laughs> so, but yeah, I need it. But I'm I'm gonna go with something small, something that you know, because I usually whenever I do go by myself, it's usually behind the yeah. house a little bit. I got a little piece See, that I can yeah, go. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I mean it's easy to like carry. Russ has a. Uh, they don't make anymore. What do you got? Firestorm Fox Pro. Yeah, yeah. and it, and that's what I have. Nice and compact. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get something similar to that, something that size, because I mean for what I do by myself, it works out great. Yeah, so easy to use. I don't need a ton of calls that all the other ones, you know, have the capability of doing. I think you can, 
I was looking at them the other day. I was in Bass Pro, and I think the smaller one, you can still put 100 sounds on there. I mean, that's quite a bit of sounds. Yeah, and, like, I bought my Lucky Duck through uh, Rick Pellett, and he added he adds his sounds to it. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I don't even remember what's what half the time because there's so many options. All right. That I'm like, what's what's Psycho psycho whatever psycho serenade i can't remember what that sounds like or whatever you know and uh so sometimes i was like do this one (laughs) you know i think i'm pretty sure i know what it's gonna be right at least uh, yeah the potential it has but yeah i mean and i like having a lot of those options right but especially you know if you are hunting an area more often you can use new sounds right but and that's another reason i bought the lucky duck Different sounds. Is the Lucky Duck and Fox Pro do not have the same stuff. Yeah. So it's a little different. Yeah. And so, you know, if you are having a rough time in an area, let's say over the winter, which is when we vastly do our coyote hunting. Yeah. That's when we do our main stuff. He switched up to the other brand and, you know. Might switch. Might give them a little, you know, taste of some different medicine. They might take it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I honestly think they're both quality calls. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think they both have things that I enjoy. Both have things that I wouldn't say I not don't enjoy, but just both remotes are nice. I mean, yeah, you know that sort of stuff. Right. So but it was good. Yeah. And then we went this evening. Yeah, we got back. We went, like I said, we went to into town, ate some buffet Chinese, which was a bad decision, just because it. Made us Chinese <laughs> food on a ninety degree day. Yeah, we were so that you know that did us in for a few hours. We came back, took a nap, which I mean, there might be guys. Well, why ain't you hunting? You're up there hunting. We're like, dude, no reason to worth it. You know, it's not worth it. Ninety degrees. There might be some. There's guys out there that are diehards that might say we're idiots, but I come up here for you know just to get away for a little bit. Uh, I don't have to get out and you know hunt every minute of every second right just to say i did but uh yeah so we did that and i don't know what time we go back out around 6 30 mm. yeah somewhere in there yeah i mean it cooled down quite a bit clouds moved in you know it, it turned out to be a pretty nice evening besides the wind i mean it was yeah, still it was windy, windy and we went to kind of exploring again you know just trying different spots and different things and just nothing I would have thought for sure we would have got something coming out, but uh, me and Russell got pretty distracted on our last set. <laughs> yes, you guys did. Y'all were testing scopes. We were we were seeing how far our scopes could see. <laughs> Which I'll tell you what, Maven Optics, Russell. I know you weren't running one of those, but you and I have the same, basically the same size scopes. Yeah, it's <clears throat> basically the equivalent. I got a Maven uh, RS1, which is a two and a half by fifteen. You've got a Leupold. VX5. VX5, which is a 3 by 15 Right. So pretty much same scope. Right. And there was a, a building probably, what do you say, at least a mile? It was over a mile. From where we were set up. And we were like halfway through the sequence. And I was like, we're not going to see nothing. So I'm sitting there. The call's running. And you and I are both looking over towards that building going, okay, what color is that thing right outside? Orange. Yep. <laughs> And it's, I mean, I'm like, damn, this thing is clear. I'm, you know, this is the first scope I've owned that I've been happy with. 
you know, uh, well, I take that back. I've got a Leupold on my deer rifle, that VXR. Right. And I'm a big fan of that. But my previous coyote gun, I've got a scope on it or had a scope on it that I was never a fan of. And so when you, uh, when you fight your glass, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're not happy with it, it's got to affect the way you shoot too. Cause you have that, that negative feel, I guess is what I, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just mad. You're mad the whole time. Right. You, you don't, you don't like your setup. So you think if something's going to go wrong, it will. Yeah. You're not confident. Right. So no, I so get definitely it. different. But uh, no, I'm su- I've been super happy with that Maven. I was running their their binoculars today too. Use those a handful of times. Really clean glass. How long did I make it with my uh, bino harness? Two sets, three, something like that. Two or three. Dude, I try. I I try my best to do a bino Dude, harness. Dude, I was happy. I, I was I, you went word all day. You love it. Yeah. I just I don't know why. I mean, I had my binos right there. I had my range finder right on it. It's like, I, it's like I got a damn kid stuck to my, stuck on my chest. It's like my kid's running. I just I don't know why I don't like it. No, I didn't mind it. Listeners, if you hear this show, send us a message on the show post. Do you like running a bino harness or not? I have tried a million times, and I'll wear it for a little while, and then I, I shed it. Mike is a huge fan. Yeah. Well, this is actually my first time running it all day. You know, I've never, uh, like, usually during bow season or mm-hmm. whatever, never ran one. I think I'm, I'm going to now. I mean, why not? It's super easy. It's so convenient. <laughs> it was not. I mean, like, you know, my rangefinder's right there. I had my phone in there, but it got so sweaty under it. Yeah, that didn't bother me. But, but yeah. on the way back. <laughs> yeah, so. What yeah. a freaking. This place yeah. up here, man. So, it's it's. And this is different than times I've been up here before, but, I mean, we did a lot of driving around today. I mean, in a pretty short, small radius, but we saw a crap ton of deer just out in the middle of the day. All over. Yeah, just everywhere, you know, just here, there. It it was nuts, and just all throughout the day. And obviously, it got progressively more or worse, whatever you want to call it, um, in the evening. And... (laughs) So we get done with our last set, and I'm taking the guys kind of through, like, the core area where I hunt. And the the entire way. Yeah, I'm telling stories. Hey, this is so-and-so's property. Yeah. This is so-and-so's property. Oh, look, there's a deer. You know what game we were playing on the way back? It's an entire game. You remember uh, Mm Whack-A-Mole? We were playing Dodge Deer. Yeah, Dodge Deer. The entire way back. They were all pretty dang close to the road. So we're driving – and I'm telling you, I was like, man, I always see foxes. There's this one farmer, uh, and I know him and stuff. And I'm like, man, I always see foxes in this one field right over here. I don't know what it is, but there always seems to be a fox in there sooner or later. And so we're just we're cruising. I mean, I had been going, I don't know, 20 or less. So it was going pretty slow. And out of freaking nowhere, this little uh, this buck. Little buck stands up out of a ditch. And jumps right onto the side of my truck. <laughs> if he if he would have if you would not have stopped stopped he might have been in my window I I guarantee it because we had the windows down he ran straight to the side of your truck yeah yeah put a dent in my put a dent in the dang door which I mean if you saw my truck you realize silver I'm, bullet 
No, I call it tinfoil. Tinfoil. <laughs> because the bed, I get that. Yeah, it makes sense. Now. The bed's rolling backwards. Yeah. 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 If, if you saw the truck, you'd know what I'm talking about. But uh, when I bought the truck, the the guy, the previous owner, it got in a wreck, and the bed's all screwed up. I mean, crunched up. Yeah. All rusty and nasty, but. The door was fine. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. Not anymore. So, but that, that was kind of entertaining. Dude took it like a champ, though. He uh, hit the side of your truck. Yeah. Uh, Must have rolled or something. And then just got up and choop, gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's okay. It, it didn't look like he had any broken appendages. No, there's just a tiny little bit of hair on. I mean, like I said, he ran straight into your the side of your door. Yeah. So... And you weren't going very fast. No. So he made it. <laughs> but we're just like, geez. Yeah. Deer all over the place. Yeah, it, it was pretty nuts. It's, it's different up here, man. I mean, sure, back home driving around, I'll see deer in certain areas. But here, it's all, you know, it's all country. It's all rural. You know, nothing but farm ground as far as you can see. House, houses spread throughout. But, uh, yeah, it's deer are thick. Yeah. Or thick. The CW or the CWD hasn't taken them all out yet. Yeah, <laughs> and neither has the MDC. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so that was. I mean, that was the, today, and we're gonna go tomorrow morning. Yeah, we're uh, gonna we're gonna wake up. Hopefully, we're gonna wake up because you know what time is it now? Probably gotta be close to. It's gotta be midnight. Midnight or one. Twelve twenty-seven. There you go. Twenty-seven. So we gotta be up in less than four hours, probably five four hours. Somewhere I mean, in there. We yeah. need to be set. I think we need, at least need to be set but around 5-something. Five 5-something? Five yeah, like 5.15, 5.20, probably. Which means we need to be not getting up at 5. Where I want to go, yeah, we need to leave a little earlier. Right, so four hours, like I said. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be entertaining. <laughs> we'll see if that happens or not. And y'all have been enjoying yourselves. So. Yeah, well, I mean, had a few beers, a few shots of different stuff that's been yeah. around so let's let's take this opportunity i don't think we've done this before if we have maybe not but you know we we've done some uh summer coyote hunting here and you know we talked about how we think and let's see it's may 29th today so we're kind of focusing on pup sounds and things like that i did do some prey distress here and there because pup stuff wasn't working in the middle of the day right but once again i think might have been because you know it's 90 freaking degrees yeah they don't feel like getting up but um i don't know if we've done this let's talk about some of our gear like what we run okay uh, is everything you want yeah to start? let's just start with uh we've i know we've done this before but okay let's talk about each of our guns which guns we run this time i'm running the 6.5 creedmoor it's a savage 110 model so uh Super happy with it. This is the first time actually taking it out and hunting with it. Uh, other than that, we've just sighted in, did a, little, did a little shooting. I think we talked about that last time. Um, Russ, what do you – oh, well, just go with your glass on it, which I know is – Yeah, I got the Maven RS3. Uh, it's got the MOA2 uh, reticles on there. Really happy with the glass. I will say I feel like the gun itself is a little heavier than what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't bad throughout the day, but I, it's considerably heavier than my AR that I usually ran. Yeah. So, but I was happy with it. I mean, it did good. 
obviously we only shot the one time and I run a dog, so it didn't, you know, that's, that's on it me, didn't matter. but, uh, you know, it, it was comfortable toting it around as and far as that goes. What ammo are you running out of it? I got the Hornaday 95 grain V max. So that's their predator round or whatever. So I don't know what it does to a dog yet, but we'll <laughs> see. I'm sure it, it does. did a good job to paper. Yeah. We were actually at one point we were watching some Fox pro on, uh, on prime or whatever al morris yeah al morris and uh he was using a 6.5 creedmoor i did but i never he never did say what ammo so but i mean it'll do the job i mean it'll Obviously. definitely do the job it yeah. might be it might be a little overkill but we ain't saving for you're not saving for this time of year anyways. no definitely not that one dog that we did kill we'll probably post a picture at some point i mean she's ugly you know oh my god th- yeah. they're all ugly this time she's of year. big and she actually it looked like she's a mother. Yeah, no, she was definitely nursing. So, you know, that's kind of a, I don't know, it's probably a subject to debate. Kind of debate. Should you be, you know, killing them this time of year? And my, th- and you know, some people you want might, my short answer. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, some people out there, they're probably going to be like, man, I just I can't do it. You know, knowing that. You killed that one dog, but you probably killed five to, you know. Exactly. You You're know, welcome, fawns. Yeah, five to ten. You know, somewhere, depending on how many, how big your litter was. So, in in my head, it's more effective killing them that now than whenever they get old enough to when they can, you know, kill predators or kill fawns and that stuff. If you're looking at it strictly from a predator control standpoint. It's the perfect time to do it. That's a, that's a win. Yeah. So, I mean, you're never going to eradicate all of them. We've talked about that before. You'd have to the whole the con- entire continent, the yeah. entire continent. So it's not going to happen. But you know, there are going to be some people out there and be like, "Man, the, the, you can't do that." Mm. But yeah, actually, I can. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't make I can, no laws. I can. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it, the, that's just the way we feel about it. So, yeah. You know, sorry if that hurts your feelings. Russ, what are you running? Uh, I'm running a Bergara twenty-two-two fifty. With a MDT chassis on it. Did you did that come stock or did you put that no, chassis I put, on there? I put that on there. Okay, I was gonna say <clears> I thought because it came with. Uh, it just came with. I think that's a. Um, I think they call that a hunter series. Yeah, 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 yeah. it is. Because I looked. Because I looked at those too. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty no, confident. Is it I a looked, ridge? I think it might be a ridge. I don't know. I thought it was hunter. It could be either or. Actually, they might have both. Yeah, but I uh, I looked into that gun whenever I was looking at at Midwest. Mm-hmm. So, but I decided there was, it was like a pound difference. Like yours, yours was a pound heavier. Yeah. It's, it's no slouch. Yeah. yeah I mean, B, it, it's a B14. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hunter. It's a hunter. Yeah. B14. And so how much do you think that's your new chassis lightened you up? Uh, it got heavier. Oh, really? Yeah, that, so that you, chassis weighs a little bit. Yeah. So you're probably 10 pounds plus yeah, then? That, that's the type of stock you had before, isn't it? No. Similar? No? no. Well, then that's not what it is. I think it was a ridge. So you think you're over 10 pounds? I would think so. Really? But there's a scale so, here somewhere. Suppressor, suppressor cover. Scope. Scope. You know, scopes usually weigh, um, like my scope weighs 23 ounces. Yeah, it's a ridge, so it's got a little bit heavier barrel than your hunter, yeah. and it's threaded, so... Okay, but and, the, the, and you're running suppressed, which that's a few ounces there. Yeah, and the stock was uh, 
just garbage. Yeah, weren't a fan. I remember you saying you your hand a fan didn't of that. fit fit right fit right to reach the trigger, so it, it had to change. Yeah, that's yeah. what I went with. So we already said it, but your scope is a Leupold VX5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then what ammo are you running? So hand loaded um, some twenty two two fifty with Lapua brass forty eight ninety five powder and running the fifty three grain V Max. And it dumped them this morning. Yeah, oh yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think she You shot well, her, I never saw her, but you shot her right in the chest, pretty much. Yeah. And um, she just piled up right there. And I think that's a difference of learning where to shoot them. Because I think typically you're like deer hunting and whatever, you put it right behind the shoulder and pull the trigger. I think if you can get it up in that shoulder, in that chest, and it's going to drop them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And a little higher, uh, to me, a little higher is better than a little lower. I would think, like, you know, you try to, like on deer, you try to avoid shoulders and bones and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. I think with coyotes, I think you want to hit them in the the shoulder. It depends on, like, with Russell's. 22 250 he's running a fast gun yeah when you put a fast gun with a fast bullet or a you know bullet that isn't let's say 75 grains you get that hydrostatic shock uh that one of our guests talked about can't remember who now it was o'neill and yeah Keith Baker. you get that hydrostatic shock that just they you know and by the they're done yeah which has kind of stuck with me yeah so what are you running uh, I got a Christensen NPR two two three. Yeah. Uh, the thing drives tax, <laughs> dude. It's well, by yeah. my ninth shot, I had that thing. You know when we were sighting it in. It's just loud. Yeah. It, well, for Jesus. now, for sure. Uh, that's the only. My only complaint is I don't have my damn suppressor yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's my only and complaint. I, I think I would rather have just a. Uh, threaded cap on the end of that barrel versus a, that break a break. That it's, it's stupid yeah. loud, especially for hunting. I mean, I would get yeah. target shooting or something. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but like I said, I'm I'm hopefully going to have my suppressor within the next two months. Two months. So I'm I'm not going to go spend money on like you were saying something like that when I know I'm going to suppress it. So, so for now, I'm going to handle the muzzle break. Uh, yeah, I and mean, the loudness might as well. And what ammo? Uh, well, so my scope already said Maven RS1, and then the ammo I've got uh, uh, VMAX, 50 grain VMAX. Mm. And you switched that up because you were running 55s, right? I was right? running 55s, switched it to 50, get a little more speed. James O'Neill kind of talked about why he likes 50s in our show with him. Made a lot of sense, so I switched. Trying those out. And you're don't, running. Don't what? know how it works on a dog yet, but. Running Fioki. Yeah, they're Fioki. Out of Missouri. Rounds, yep. Nice. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, Fioki's out of, uh, not Neosho, um, somewhere down southwest Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, going back to the bullets, because uh, whenever we were thermal hunting, we were, use, we were pretty much using your rifles for the most part. Mm-hmm. Were we running 55 grains? Yep, 55 yeah. grain VMAX. And we had a few problems. Some runners. Some runners. And, and you, that one tournament we had, and you killed that dog, you are standing up. I mean, you <laughs> shot that thing. We had to shoot it like three times before it finally died. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know what else to blame it on other than the bullet. I, mean, I think first I could blame it on shot placement. Like I don't maybe know the that first first one. shot was the best shot, but the second shot I was standing ten yards away from the thing. Yeah, you know, like that. I don't understand that one. 
and it was a big ass dog. He was a big male. Yeah. But you know, I chalked that one up to a weird situation. Right. But uh, thermal, we had a few runners. You know. Yeah, that's why everybody's going to run a different setup next year. Yeah, everybody, everybody, literally all of us. Just because of that reason. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and we we kind of touched on it. My plan is to get. I'll have thermal sometime this year up before this thermal season. I'm hoping they extend it. If they, I would think that'd be cool. I heard through the grapevine or a rumor that. This first one was a test run to see how everything did, you know, make sure a bunch of people don't kill a bunch of, you know, stuff they shouldn't. And I heard that they are going to extend it. I don't know if that's true. Don't, you know, quote me on that. But uh, Part of me almost doesn't want it to be extended. <laughs> the, uh, I just hope they start it earlier. Well, it's just, I mean. I don't think they'll start. I don't think they'll. It's the whole sleeping thing, you know. I still have to work like a lot of those next mornings. and then Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't see them starting it earlier but i see them letting it go later like and late, it got worse to me is the later it went on the the less they were oh, likely sure. to yeah sure but respond. i think because whenever we had mdc on they talked about the reason they did it when they did it was because they don't want it starting before deer season they don't is. want it starting before deer season yeah. ends and most of the bucks have already dropped their antlers so you're less so, likely to want to poach them yeah you're yep. you yeah know. but you can't see antler antler in well does, does it antler put off absorb heat? heat during the day i don't know when like, what, would you be I able don't, to see i don't know I don't but know. they also they also opened it up to lights so oh yeah that's know, true so yeah. if you take the Good light call. factor out of there Sure, maybe that w- it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, but I know during whenever they're growing their antlers, you can take your thermal out there and you can actually see the antler because there's heat it's, going it's through. It's got it. blood going through. It's it, got yeah. blood going through it. I wouldn't think you'd be able to see them, you know, any other time than that. Wouldn't know, but yeah. So I don't see them starting it before the end of January at the earliest. Right, which is already when it starts. Yeah, what so, February first. So I mean, I'd like to see it up till end of April. I mean, I'd like to see it from February to September, honestly. I just don't – I mean, I think that would be good money. Portion, good portion of other states, it's a year-round thing. Yeah, it's a but, year-round thing. You know, whatever. We're, I mean, we're just slow on it, so maybe eventually it'll happen, but, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, so that's our firearm setups. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our – what we use for our – well, we all have tripods. Yeah. So – each have different ones. Each have different ones. Yeah, I run a bog. Death you, grip. Yeah, you run. How the, you like it? It's okay. I like. I mean, for the price, I mean, you can get it off of Amazon. I think it was like 130 bucks or something like that. For the price, pretty happy with it. It's a bigger profile than I would like to have, but um, you know, it's not enough to where I'm gonna go out and not yet, anyways, gonna go out and buy something with a smaller profile. Because you run the Predator, what? I run the Predator Tactics uh, Deadeye tripod. Yeah, and that one's just a smaller profile, easier to, you know. Well, I have three sections. Yeah. So it's able to get smaller, which I like, because then I just put it on the back of my backpack. I I do too, but mine's just bigger back there. Yeah. But you can fine-tune your height. A lot easier than I can because you got that bar. That I got goes, a twelve inch vertical. Yeah, the yeah. pole, whatever you want to call it, 
up in the middle mine i don't have that capability i know bog did come out with one that does have it i don't think it's as big as yours gotcha but uh they do offer one now um but yeah overall i'm a fan of it um it's got an arca mount which is really fast when you put an arca you know plate on your gun mm -hmm. um i did already break that clamp within the first year of owning it and they had to fix it yeah that happened during thermal season during thermal season once again yeah we yeah. were uh about to walk we in. were we were yeah we were on a set and i went to put my gun in there and yeah that's where we missed a triple <laughs> well, we, we killed, killed one we killed, we killed Did we? Yeah. yeah we killed the one I think we all shot the same one. <laughs> he got messed up. Yeah, and then the the other two scattered, and I took a few flying shots at him. Came real you close. You damn near hit him. Oh, dude, he was he – was, I don't know how far away it was, a few hundred yards, but I was like, bam. You hit it just ground went. right in front of him. <laughs> yep, yeah, he was right there. Uh, that was a fun night. But so, I've you know, the the clamp, I feel like they could maybe do a little better job on – what do you call that? The nut? A little higher quality. Yeah. Something. Because it's just, um, I don't know. And when you talk to them, they were like, well, you're not supposed to really clamp it down. Like, but on yeah, hindsight. $5,000 sitting on it. I don't want it to fall. <laughs> right. I mean, you put, you you slap a thermal on there. That's three to five, three to ten, whatever you want to spend on one. And then you're going to loan. That's a lot of money. So you're going to crank. You want to make sure that thing's tight. Yeah. But they, to their credit, they fixed it in a heartbeat, and I'm a big fan of that tripod. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really have a desire to get another tripod. Yeah. One complaint Russell's going to have about here, his in a second, they kind of fixed that, I guess, because it's an aluminum tripod. Mm -hmm. But it's got uh, two, I guess you call it pads on. Yeah, like rubber yeah, coating. On two of up. the legs so that if it's real cold outside, you carry it with that and you don't ever have – yeah. Problems getting cold. Yeah. What do you run, Russ? Uh, tripod and head is from whoever makes hog saddle. I forget the name of that company. Oh, that I, yeah. Just right in Kansas. Um, that's what I'm using. It's an aluminum tripod. Uh, I think it's a 50-millimeter ball head, something like that. Um, which I, and that's another thing. Y'all got that ball head, so mine doesn't have that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty nice. But like I said, for the price, I was happy with mine. And the only change that I would make next time, I think it's going to be a carbon fiber tripod, just so my hand doesn't freeze Shadow in tech. cold weather. Shadow tech, yeah. Like I, I took, I took a camo tape, or it's not like tape, but the camo wrap stuff. Yeah, like the hockey. Yeah, hockey. and I wrapped all my legs, like the top section of my legs do you think that would help you out any uh, i guarantee it would i mean that's it might kinda, a little bit yeah yeah but, and yeah. you know we obviously wear gloves yeah but I, I know what you're talking about dude even with gloves on though you're carrying his in the middle it's of freaking cold winter it's still cold it'll get through your gloves really yeah it's just i mean it's ice cold metal you yeah. know yeah which the bog it does have it's got similar to yours nathan it's got uh, one of those foam Foam, one of the posts has a foam deal on it, so it yeah didn't really notice it too bad during the winter time. But it would it do the same thing if you because it's steel, some type of steel, you know. And then seats wise, I use an Alps uh, Outdoors tri leg stool. Yep. You use a Alps Outdoors. I got a tri leg stool, and then I also have that other one I didn't even bring up. 
it's a little bit taller and it's got the backrest but yeah because i would i, would, I th- considered bringing it because it's obviously you know getting close to hay season grass is real tall could have used it maybe once or twice today but uh we were fine you know we were able to most sets there was only one where we had to stand up because the grass was so tall the cows haven't been in there yet and, right you know we wouldn't have been able to see if uh we were sitting down but other than that uh yeah but i use the tripod just a little little tripod seat goes in the backpack pretty easy so. and then use the you, you use something I've never seen you sit on before. Maybe I, I haven't paid attention. I've never <clears throat> sat on anything before. Usually I'm on the yeah, turkey usually, vest and yeah. sitting on the ground. And yeah, I've never Because the grass is so tall. Yeah. I'd uh, have some sort of seat to sit on. You just, elevate so you just yourself. like a little. Yeah, something I've had for years. Just so cheap. Yeah. Which I could have let you borrow. If, I, if I'd have known that, I could have let you borrow one. I got two of those stools. Thanks. But I, I didn't know. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> kind of like that bug spray. You know, it's yeah. Just like, Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. If Russell would have asked me to bring the bug spray, I would have brought it for him. Well, that's a dick it was move. just because of you. Well, that's a dick move. Because you just expected me to buy you bug spray. I expected you, you to just bring expect it. expect me to do it for you. I expected you to bring it, and then I was going to use it with or without your permission. <laughs> well, I'm well aware. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's what we sit on, and that's what I sit. Me and Micah sit on that year round. Like Russell said, he sits on the ground a lot of times. I like to be just a little bit off. Yeah, I'm short, so I like to just I like to be off a little bit. Convenience wise, I'd rather sit on the ground. I mean, if one less thing to yeah, one less thing in. to carry in and out. I mean, it don't take us long to you know get set or pack up before we leave, but. One less I'd, thing. It's one less thing. I'd rather just throw the bipod, throw the bipod out, throw the gun in, be ready to go, and vice versa. Take the gun off, throw the, and then. See, for me, I don't care because I'm, I am now, for some damn reason, our caller, and uh, <laughs> it's by design, and yeah. so I already have an extra thing most of the time that I got to mess with. Yeah. So I'm already gonna be the person that takes the longest to get in and out, just. Now, sometimes we'll just carry the call, but a lot of times I'm putting back in the backpack and all that. Yeah. So I don't care that I've got the stool. Plus, it's so small, it just slides right in my backpack. And that and, and that differs between like this type of hunting and thermal. Thermal, we don't even take chairs. I mean, we. I don't have a bag. I don't have yeah, a backpack. I, I just yeah. Throw the gun on the sling and then carry in the bipod. That's yeah. usually and somebody usually. Yeah, I put a uh, drag in my pocket. Uh, tripod in my hand, mm-hmm. gun on my shoulder, and the call's on my neck, and I usually have the remote around my neck tucked in my uh, yeah. coat because it's cold outside most of the time. Yeah, super easy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot easier night hunting, to be honest. kind of is, yeah. Yeah. So I get why people get into it so much. Um, what else here? I mean, obviously everybody knows what camo we're using. You know, we use Huntworth. We use our early season did great today it's got the butt pads and knee pads on the pants not pads reinforced reinforced whatever whatever you want to call it but no super happy with its performance i ran i had a long sleeve shirt and i had a short sleeve shirt you know i ended up sticking with the long sleeve all day just because the bugs and critters yeah but uh, no super happy with all that you know russell ran predator Old predator, yeah, old school right there. 
little out outcast, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and then, um, you know, like basic other stuff, like we already talked about the calls earlier. Yep. Um, I've got the Lucky Duck Roughneck. I've got a Fox Pro Shockwave. I don't think it matters. I, I personally, if I were going to go buy a call, would spend a little more. This is just me. I would spend a little more money and get the upgraded calls over the basic ones that you can buy. Because you can buy like a, you know, an Inferno, which is a nice call. You can go anywhere from a hundred bucks to you know seven hundred, eight hundred. These new, these new Lucky Duck. Uh, and what's it called? The and to be, I mean, around here, Revolt, Revolt X or two, they're like eight hundred fifty bucks or something. Like I don't think you need those here. I can see those being useful out west when you're calling vast amounts of you know land. See, but, to me, it's not even just that. Yeah, it's got a louder speaker. But it's number of calls or number of sounds. Uh, the remotes is the biggest. Because when you're the guy running the call and you got a nice remote compared to a garbage remote, it's you You can tell. I'll give you that. And Which remote do you like better? Between my yeah. Fox Pro and I still think Fox Pro wins on that one. On the remote? Pretty close, though, because that Roughneck remote, is very similar as far as like it's got a backlit screen the keys light up for nighttime so you can see what you're doing um fox pro to me is just a touch nicer on the remote okay but it's pretty close okay okay i like it but yeah uh that's what we're running on calls and then um you know i went and bought the rick pallet stuff on the lucky duck and then i got some extra calls on the fox pro myself too that's just because i like extra stuff sometimes yeah and that's pretty much it i mean you know i run up i have a backpack that i put stuff in for yep. day hunting yep. um some people I mean, a lot of people do that um yeah our bino harnesses that we're using that you decided not to no i ran i ran it some today some, but we, we ran the alps the alps uh bino harness Yep. You were running the Alps backpack. I ran the Huntworth backpack today. Yep. But uh, I use both. It just depends on the situation. I'll use both of them. I like my Alps Alps as well. Yeah. But, uh, they both have their places. That's kind of our gear. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's got different options. But I think what's cool about coyote hunting is as soon as you think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with this, you start going, actually, I kind of, I like that that guy's doing right there. I don't, yeah. And then you start thinking, well, maybe I'll try that. No, I get it. I mean, I'm already thinking about getting a different rifle just because. It's like, yeah, hey, I want an excuse to get another one. Because, I mean, I'm, the main reason I bought the 6.5 was for deer mostly. And I'm just using it now just because. But, uh, you know, so that's what I'm thinking about next. That and thermal. You know, yeah, the big expenses, both of them. So, gotta take time, save up for those bad boys. Yeah, I probably gotta take a chill pill after this year. On yeah, you hit them pretty hard this year. <laughs> you hit, you hit the bank account really hard this year. <laughs> take a chill pill on some of that stuff. Yeah, which I mean, also I don't remember saying chill pill before, and I said it twice in the last twenty seconds. But yeah, but uh, you you spent. I mean you. You went all out. I mean, you got what three new guns? 
Maybe. I'm not going to rat myself out. <laughs> That's all hearsay. It's all hearsay. <laughs> you have no proof. I do, though, have a Christensen NPR 223, a... Uh, a 22-250, and a 6-arc that's getting built. Whether they're all brand new or not is all speculation. <laughs> Who knows how long I've had them. So. The 6-arc is the plan on that 6-arc that I'm building is to be my night gun next year. Yeah. So that's And have yeah. it dialed in like no other way before the season ever starts. So right. that it is – and I'm excited about my Rico MK1 uh, has the ability to zero three different times on the same profile. So I'm planning on having it zeroed at one, three, maybe even four. I don't know yet, 100 yards, and just have it so that I don't have stuff that happened to me this year happen next year. Yeah. How quick can you change change that? Two button clicks. Two button clicks. That's if, nice. If you leave it on this the first menu page, you scroll. And if you leave it on where it'll be on the the uh, profile or the uh, zero profile, then literally you just hit the menu arrow and then down to the whatever the the zero you want to be at. I've I've heard this on a different podcast. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Predator Radio or something. But uh, why haven't thermals come out with a turret system? Turret. Like, like a reticle? Reticle, sorry. Yeah, reticle. Because it's not an optic. It's like... It is. It's though. more like a computer screen. Okay. So why can't you put a reticle on that? So like yours. On yours, you have one well, it, small... And I'm sure you can change it. You, yeah, I can put a crosshair. Yeah, you have one small little crosshair. Yeah, it's a little Why plus. can't you why have can't you go three or four? Why can't you go in and move those hash marks to where you want? Exactly. Oh, because wow. it's a computer screen. I mean, yeah, you, you can be put anything to... anywhere you want. You're talking way above my pay grade, pay, pay grade man. I don't know. I yeah, mean, that if was, you yeah, have good three question. hashes, you could should be able to move that bottom hash down, move the to middle one up or down. You would yeah. be you'd be able to dial your gun in perfectly all the time. Then you could have like a first focal plane set up, almost. Yeah. I, 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 it baffles me that they haven't come out with that yet. And maybe there's one out there that does. I've just never heard there's of it. There's got to be a reason for that. It doesn't make any sense to me, and I am not a smart man. <laughs> when it comes to computers. Maybe that's why it doesn't make sense to you. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, because if you're running a, an LRF, why not be able to custom yeah. that reticle? Just yeah. a freaking line on a computer screen. I mean, it would make – I mean, in going kind of more into that, you know, rangefinder capability, it would make sense to me – to, if you sight your gun in and you could put in all these numbers, one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. keep, keep it even. And then whenever you're zooming, or not zooming, but uh, range finding coyotes at 200 yards or close to it, I would think that you could, then you could, you could click a button and be like, boom, it's a 250. All of a sudden your X hits 250 or what it should be. Why not? It'd be like the burst. I have eliminator a because that, yeah, the more thing. options you add to those things, guess what also happens? Yeah, the price goes the up, price keeps going up. Okay, it already is. It already I mean, is expensive. I mean, they're already you know a lot of money. 
So I don't want to be in a lot more money. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why. I guarantee you it would sell. Guarantee oh, I'm, it. I'm sure it would. Because, I mean, that's my biggest – it's not even a complaint. It's just it is what it is. But you're set with essentially – is. We just had our new idea. Missouri Woods and Water Optics. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. But, no. I mean, that, I mean, that's the biggest thing about night night hunting is the depth perception and knowing yeah. what your gun is and that sort of thing. You're you're set on one one thing, and you can't. You, the only way you can adjust for that is, you know, leading the target, doing whatever you got to do. You know, shooting above it, but you know, you're yeah, hmm. deep. Somebody out there needs to. Whoever, you know, IRA, get on that. We'll be your guinea oh, pigs. Yeah, send us a handful. Let us know. We'll be your guinea pigs. We'll test them out. So, anyway, that's, uh, like I said, that's our that's our annual coyote trip show. Yeah, a little recap. We have got to figure out a better name for that. Yeah, we need to come up with something a little smaller. But honestly, we plan on probably recording a show every time we come up here. Yeah, as well. It's it's we hope to make this a a tradition every year. So for people, once again, for our listeners who don't know this, me and Micah share the same birthday. Oh yeah, happy birthday by the way. Tomorrow, it's today. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, happy birthday. You win. Damn it, I was gonna say it first. (laughs) Happy birthday, bud. Uh, You're forty, man. Shut up. (laughs) You're forty. You are old as shit. Uh, That sucks. Yeah, but. So that's why we do this every year, just because it's kind of cool that we have the same exact birthday. Yeah. And, you know, we get to use that as an excuse because our wives can't really tell us we can't do something on our birthday, right? This is the happiest my wife has been me leaving in a long time. Usually something happens where she's irritated that I'm going, <laughs> you know, something. No, she was she calm with me. Oh, yeah, go have fun. Yeah, it's your Called. birthday. It's your birthday weekend. Yeah, like it's your birthday weekend. Yeah, the only dude. thing that sucks is it it falls on Memorial Day weekend every year. Yeah. So we're usually busy as a family. Right. And like I I missed my kids' softball and baseball today. Mm. But you know, it's something that uh, we hope to get to do every year around this time. Maybe yeah. next year it'll be the weekend before, weekend after. But yeah, hope to do it every year. Yeah. No, it's a good time. I mean. We don't sure we plan on you know just coming up here and slaying them, but you know it's more of just a little getaway and hunting's the bonus. So yeah, and tomorrow honestly we're gonna be out. We're gonna do a, a couple sets in the morning until it starts to warm up, and they're yeah. So we're probably based on what we experienced today, they're probably gonna shut off. Yeah, so we'll probably be done by nine. Be my guess, somewhere around there. Yeah, you know. Because I'm not going to die. I'm debating on if we should, and I was going to talk to you guys about it later, but might as well talk about it now. Should we hit any of the spots that we hit today, earlier? Is it worth I it? Mean, if if we think there's dens there, I think it's worth it. I mean, the wind's supposed to be doing the same thing. It's supposed to be windier than heck. I know in the morning. One of the spots just is right outside this shop. Yeah. Yeah, right down the road. Two seconds. Yeah. But uh, I, I, in the morning, I want to go over to uh, to a spot that we haven't hit. I think we can. We Slam? Can, yeah. I th- well, I think we, we can cover a big area pretty quick. So I'd like to see. The only thing I don't know, I don't know how tall the grass and everything is over there. So We'll be right. 
Yeah, as long as we get a little bit elevated, should headshots, be a big issue. baby. <laughs> yeah, you gotta bring. Yeah, them we're in. skilled at that. Br- bring <laughs> a, bring them in first, and then we'll then we'll <laughs> go from there. So. All right, boys. Well, since we have to get up in like three hours, why don't we go ahead and tie a ribbon on this one? Yep. We uh. Yep. Appreciate you guys listening. Russ, thanks for coming on. Yep, no problem. Yeah, we kind of made you do it anyway. Yep. Yeah, you didn't really have a choice. <laughs> it would have been real awkward. You just stand there looking at us, which you pretty much did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> anyway. we, we got a few beers in you. We were it's hoping it's only you'd... one o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Another reason why I wish night hunting was year round. I w- I would just go out hunting now. I, I know. Mean, yeah, and then, and then sleep because the I guarantee you they're out right now. Oh, get finally for sure. cool off for sure. But we follow the law, so you gotta keep it legal. We won't. That or I need to get some landowners to get some, get us some pre- predation pre- tags yeah, or whatever. Predation tags that'd be pretty sweet. So, but until then, we're gonna follow the law. Just go in the morning. Yeah, we're gonna go in the morning. So. All right. Well, let's uh, let's end this one. Everybody, thanks for listening uh, to our little BS session. Yep. We enjoyed it. Uh, we enjoy kind of doing this sort of stuff. We had a. a information-packed episode last week. A lot and, of good fishing stuff on there. You know, this week was just good old-fashioned hunting talk. Yep. So, hope you enjoyed it. You got anything else, Micah? No, I don't got any dad jokes or nothing. Russ? You got any sta- dad you're, jokes? You're standing in for Andy, so... I'm not a dad, so I can't tell <laughs> <that>. <laughs> That's true. You burned yourself. I wanted... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not a dad. I want to be like, no, you're just a motherfucker, aren't you? (laughs) What? You get it? A motherfucker? (laughs) But, you know, I didn't. But I did. (laughs) So, but all right. Yep. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. You don't need to say that. You just need to say goodbye. (laughs) You ruined everything. Just say goodbye, Micah. Goodbye. No, say goodbye, Micah. I'm not saying goodbye. (laughs) All right, later. See you.